Welcome to Superior Mind Body Health Podcast. I am your host, Monica Banach, an advanced practice nurse and a certified health coach. Hello everyone and welcome to the three-day water fast. So excited to have you. Thank you for trusting me and leading you in this group fast. I am so excited to have you. So in this first part of the group fast, the preparation for the fast and how to get in the right mindset, it is the most important part of your fast. So I encourage you highly to listen to this whole video the most important part of the fast is to get mentally ready for the fast. If you don't think you can do it before you start, you're not going to be successful. Your mind is everything. What you think you become. Buddha, right? Buddha said that. So I want you to be successful in this. One of my mentors, Tony Robbins, I've been working with one of his coaches for a while, and he's big into over delivering. And I was thinking about what is, what can I do to help you guys be more successful with this fast? I've done so many fasts online, like on Facebook and Instagram, but I feel like during those fasts, I don't really have like, you know, I don't have a way of knowing like who is watching, who is online when I'm there live talking about stuff. And I feel like there's a lot of things that are missed. So I thought that maybe trying this format of emailing you guys a video each day during the fast will help kind of spread the message and help you be more successful with it. So I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback. My goal is to bring as much knowledge as possible and to over deliver and really help you be successful during this fast. So for those who don't know me, <laughs> I think most of you do know me, but for those who don't know me, my name is Monica Banach. I am the founder of the Mind Body Boss Method. It's my 12-week mindset course. It's a weight loss slash fasting course, but it is largely focused on mindset. I've been an advanced practice nurse for probably about 20 years weight loss coach, IIN health coach. Uh, I have a little rescue kitty named Lex. He's the sweetest. I am a classical violinist. I love to read. I love to lift weights. And I have a podcast called Losing Weight with Fasting and Mindful Eating. If you haven't tuned into it, I highly encourage you to do so. There's a lot of mindset tips, great interviews with people that lost a lot of weight, fasting, and a lot of other stuff. But why should you trust me? Why should you listen to me? Those who know me probably have seen me on Instagram and Facebook. So there is like a, you build trust with certain people. You see me through my journey of losing weight, messing up and learning on my mistakes. But I have struggled weight issues for a very long time. And I literally have tried every diet known to men, <laughs> like every hundreds of them. And every diet that I would try, I would think, oh, this is the one. This is the magic diet. Even when I started fasting, I thought the same way. And I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> this is before I actually started working on my mindset. I lost a lot of weight, then I regained a lot of it because I didn't change anything here. So 
being an advanced practice nurse, I literally felt like there's something wrong with me. Like, why can I get this? Like, I'm educated. Like, I'm in medical field. Why can I lose weight and keep it off? Like, what is wrong with me? I would just beat myself up. I did lose. Since then, I lost about 60 pounds and kept it off with a little regain here and there. And every time I do regain a little bit, I'm able to get back to that foundation and lose the remaining of the weight. But I have struggled with this for the last 12 years, not only the weight loss, but the emotional eating. And the last three years, I have gone through the ups and downs, learning like what to do and how to do it. And for me, it comes down to creating that strong foundation. It's not per se like what you do. You know, there's many diets. You can do carnivore, you can do keto and lose the weight. Fasting, you're going to lose the weight. But it's really changing the foundation. And I think of the mindset like a foundation when you're building a house, right? So if you're building a house and you build a crappy foundation, that house is going to fall apart at the first sight of wind or any kind of rain or storm or earthquake, right? Same thing with your mind. If you build a strong foundation here, and which is your mind, you're going to be able to overcome, like build that strong house. So anything that happens, like you stress at work, or kids being sick, or divorce, or whatever, you're going to have that strong foundation able to overcome any of the struggles. That is the ultimate goal. This is something that I teach in my Mind Body Boss course because I see so many people going through those ups and downs, ups and downs, and they just get so frustrated. And the worst part of it is they beat themselves up like it's their fault, like they did something wrong. It's not you. It is the foundation. And if you don't start building the foundation in here, building a strong foundation, your mindset, you're not going to be successful. You're going to lose the weight, but then you're going to regain it. I've done it many times. I'm still working on it. I'm still not perfect. (laughs) Every day, it's a lesson. I learn through my clients. I learn through myself. My mindset growing up in Europe, like I had a lot of like beliefs, like about certain about foods and certain things. So I had to change, changing that neuro-linguistic association in your mind so it works for you instead of against you. So anyway, let's get started here. I do have to, even though I'm a medical professional, I am not a doctor. So everything I discuss in this fast, during this fast is based on personal knowledge only and my experience, none of this is medical advice. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, and you should always speak with your physician, especially if you have chronic diseases or if you are on certain medications, as those medications, prescription medications, will need to be adjusted during your fast or as you lose weight and get healthy. The goal is to hopefully get off of some of those medications, but you cannot do this on your own. You need to have your physician help you with that. And if you have one that's against fasting, find someone that's open to it and is willing to work with you. Of course, fasting is not for everyone. There are certain types of people or certain situations where you shouldn't fast. (laughs) 
A lot of it is common sense, but I see people fast all the time during this time. Breastfeeding, pregnancy, and yes, I know some coaches that encourage fasting during breastfeeding. I don't understand it. When you're pregnant and when you're breastfeeding, your body needs nutrition to create milk or to create to help grow that baby in your belly, right? So don't fast during this time, okay? Eating disorders. Fasting should not be used as an obsessive way to punish yourself for binge eating. This is how you create eating disorders. Of course, bulimia, anorexia, you should not fast. If you're severely underweight, you shouldn't fast. Underage, if you're a teenager, like you're 14 or 15, you need the nutrition to grow. You don't need to be fasting. Intermittent fasting is usually okay, but like anything prolonged, definitely not, or do it under doctor's supervision. Certain chronic conditions, like I mentioned, if you are on prescription medications, you need to be working with your physician because those medications need to be adjusted. If you, For instance, if you're on blood pressure medicine and as you fast and you lose weight, those blood pressure meds will need to be adjusted because your blood pressure will drop and you're not going to feel good. If, okay, so this one gets omitted a lot of times. I did it when I first started fasting in 2020 and I did the snake diet. It was like fast, hard, go hard, go as hard as you can. Doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, it's the same. Lose the toxic weight. Well, I did but I also lost a lot of hair and a lot of, had a lot of issues with my cycle. So I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I did. So if you are in a childbearing age, there's times of your cycle, monthly cycle, that you need to avoid fasting. If you are a guy listening to this, I still want you to listen and tune in because you might have some of your friends, your girlfriends that are fasting and maybe you can help them with this and explain it, uh, maybe your wife or your girlfriend. So I still want you to tune in and listen to this because this is important stuff. You shouldn't fast on day 12 to 14 of your cycle. That's ovulation. So like, okay, sometimes people get confused with like, what's day 12 to 14? So when you start your period, that's day one of your cycle. The cycle is typically anywhere from, you know, about 28 days on average. So I actually have like a app in my phone where I track that and it just tells me exactly what day I'm on. And if you're irregular over time, your body might regulate and adjust to your cycle. So during day 12 and 14, during ovulation, what happens is your body is producing estrogen here. And in order to produce estrogen, you have to have some insulin and glucose. Without the food, you are not going to be able to produce estrogen. And you really shouldn't be fasting longer than like 20 hours during the ovulation time. Again, it's only like two days, two to three days max. And sometimes people have a hard time like understanding like what really happens during ovulation. So during ovulation, whether you like it or not, your body is creating a lining in your uterus in order to carry a baby, okay? This is just a natural process in your body. This is nothing that has, this has nothing to do with you. You don't have control over it. That's what your body does, okay? So if you don't give your body nutrition time after time after time, like I did, 
your body is going to take those nutrients from non-essential parts of your body, like your hair, your nails. I lost about 50, 50% of my hair in the first six months because I was fasting all the time without any break. And again, this is nothing you have control over. Your body is going to go through this process every month when you ovulate, period. The other time that you shouldn't fast is five days before your cycle, before your period starts. So that's usually cycle, you know, if your cycle is 28 days, that's usually like day, you know, 23, 24 through when you start your cycle. Okay. And so during this time, it's where your progesterone peaks. If you don't have enough progesterone, all of the other hormones are going to decrease your estrogen, testosterone. And so just like with estrogen, like we talked about during ovulation, you need glucose and carbs, some carbs in order to create, to build those hormones. And if you aren't able to make progesterone, you're going to notice a lot of negative symptoms, like feeling anxious, like irritable, not being able to sleep, insomnia, your hair falling out. And we don't want that, okay? Again, if this happens, like let's say during this fast, you're like, oh, I really want to do this fast. If you do it once, you know, you fast one time during, it's not a big deal. But if you constantly do it month, every month, you know, each time, it's not a good thing. Okay. So pay attention to this. Again, it's only like what, five, six, seven, maybe seven, eight days. Like that's not a lot, you know, so honor your body listen to your body. This is also why, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I feel crazy before my period. Well, it's because your body is craving those certain foods. So if you just go ahead and give your body just good certain foods, you're not going to crave the crap. All right. Okay. So the most important part of the fast is your mindset. Okay. The second most important part of the fast is how you break the fast. So before you start the fast, I want you to set yourself up for success. I want you to commit to it and believe that you will and you can do this because you can. If you always tell yourself like, I always cave in, I always break a fast, I always blah, 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 then you're not going to be successful because whether you think you can or that you can't, you are always right. So set yourself for success, create that mindset that yes, I can do it because that's all it takes. Give yourself that confidence. I got this. I can do it. I can push through some of these negative symptoms. We are going to go over those negative symptoms. So then you're prepared when they happen. You're not like, whoa, what is going on? Those negative symptoms are going to be there. The other thing I want you to think of is usually most people, including myself, look at fasting and they're like, okay, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss. I'm doing it to lose weight. Okay. And great. Weight loss is great. And it is going to be the side effect of fasting, right? One of the side effects. But I want you to look at all these amazing things. I want you to focus on all these health things. I wish I did because I would probably be more successful and approach fasting from a more holistic view than just like that lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, right? And then it created this like blockage in my mind, like, I don't want to do this just for weight loss. 
But when you look at it from all these positive things, like, you know, of course, I'm in my 40s. <laughs> so anti-aging and longevity, that is a huge part. Even if I'm not doing it for weight loss, like I'm going to do it for longevity. Like I do a three-day fast, three to five-day fast every season, spring, fall, summer, winter. It's like a cleaning thing. It's a spring cleaning for my body. Preventing Alzheimer's, detoxing, resetting your DNA, like all these amazing things. Like, so if you focus on the health things, the weight is going to come. If you fix your body from the inside, you make it more healthy without just beating it up with fasting all the time, you are going to be more successful. Okay, so I talked about, I mentioned this, everything starts in the mind. So, your thoughts affect everything, okay? Every thought we think creates a physical reaction in our body. Your, so like your thoughts can create, they can affect your blood flow. Like you can blush at the mere thought of something, right? Your thoughts can create anxiety. So those are feelings. Your thoughts can create tension. Your thoughts can increase your heart rate. They can increase your blood pressure. But just like your thoughts can affect and control everything, your thoughts are also able to change everything. You can change those thoughts in an instant. Think of your thoughts as a drop of water, right? That one drop of water, it's really not that significant, right? It's just one drop, it's going to dry off, it's fine. But if there is a pool of water, after many drops of water, or an ocean of water, and full of negative thoughts, it's going to just inhale your whole life. You know, so you have to be very careful how you think, what thoughts you allow in your mind. You know, every so often that negative thought is going to come in there. It's normal. We're human. I have those, like, I'm like, uh, but then I'm like, nope, snap. That's fine. That one dried off, gone, but I'm not going to create a pool of negative thoughts. Okay. So be very careful. Those thoughts will control your feelings. Those feelings will control your actions. And those actions will control your behaviors. So how do we imply this in our life, right? Let's say Monica comes home from work and she had a rough day. And my thought is like, God, oh, this day was tough. Oh, I'm so tired creating those feelings. I'm tired. I'm anxious. I'm just annoyed. And those feelings, my mind, right? Your mind is very simple. It wants to give you pleasure and avoid pain. So what my mind has been used to is sitting down on the couch, opening a bottle of wine, and maybe eating some carbs because that would gives my body a release or feeling better. So those feelings, you have to be very careful what you allow those thoughts to do because those thoughts are very powerful. They'll create those feelings, <laughs> anxiety, and then next thing I know, I'm creating actions based on those feelings, drinking wine, eating crap, eating carbs, or doing whatever else, other things. So be very careful how you approach those thoughts. They count, okay? So let's look a little bit deeper into the human mind to just kind of like learn or figure out like why do we often choose the easy way out? Why do we self-sabotage? Usually because there is like an internal conflict between the two minds. 
And I'm going to kind of just like give a little quick overview here of like how the mind works just a little bit. I talk about this extensively in my Mind Body Boss course, but again, that's done over weeks and I won't be able to talk in a deep detail about it here. But just like I mentioned earlier, your mindset is that foundation of everything in your life. So when you get when you're able to control that mind, you are going to be successful in every area of your life, in your relationships, in your fasting, in your career. So don't skip this part, even if it's not for weight loss, like don't skip it. This is very, very important. Okay, so what are those two minds? Okay, so we have two minds. We have the lower mind, so the lower mind is the back of your brain. It is the backseat driver. This is where that kind of urge voice originates, that backseat driver and the ego. It's ego that thinks it knows the best. And it's usually the kind of advice. They give you advice. That part of your brain gives you advice that you don't ask for. Is that emotional part, making decisions out of just pure fear or emotions or survival mode. So this is the mind that when you come home from work and you're tired, you're just like, F it, I'm just going to like have wine and chips and whatnot because I don't care. I just want to feel better. This is the backseat driver telling you, like, yeah, go ahead. Like, this is what made you feel better before. So go ahead and do it. Lower mind. Higher mind. This is the decision maker. This is the driver with the hands on the wheel, right? Hands on the steering wheel making conscious decisions what to do next, okay? This is where we want most of our decisions to come from, okay? It's from the higher mind. And so how do you make conscious decisions? You think about it. You make it consciously. You just don't do it out of habit. Decisions made out of habit is this lower mind, your ego mind, the back part of your mind. So distinguishing between those two minds it's step one, and then learning to change how we think. Of course, you know, your mind is like a muscle. <laughs> Changing those subconscious thoughts will take some time. You're not going to be able to master this in like one week, right? If you go to the gym, you start going to the gym, you're not going to start lifting, you know, squatting 300 or 500 pounds, right? You start slow. It takes time to build same thing with your mind. Also with fasting. Fasting is a muscle. It takes time to do it. The more you do it, the easier it gets. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So be patient with yourself. Just like it took time to build those negative habits. Well, actually, negative habits are a lot easier to build, but it will take time to build those positive habits as well. But once you build those positive habits, it's going to help you in every area of your life. So before we start the fast, I want to go over what to expect during the fast, what's normal and what's not. Of course, I always want you to listen to your body. You know your body best, right? Don't question some things. Like, of course, if it's just some discomfort, like, ooh, I have a headache. I just can't do this. I have a headache you can push through that, right? There's some discomfort. It's not going to be easy. Like this guy over here, like, I'm sure this is not comfortable going uphill on the sand with a weight bag. 
right? But that discomfort leads to change. So same thing with fasting. Yes, there's going to be some discomfort, but at the top of the mountain, there's rewards. So looking down on that beautiful view and just feeling good and just being proud of yourself, I want you to think of that. So here's some symptoms that you need to push through, okay? Obviously, listen to your body. If it gets too much, you listen to your body and you break your fast, right? Nausea. It's normal to feel nauseous. If that happens, try some electrolytes. Don't just pound lots of plain water, okay? Plain water will flush out the electrolytes and make you feel nauseous and make you feel bad. So even if you just add some pink Himalayan salt, that will help with the nausea. And sodium is potassium sparing. So if you have enough sodium, it's going to keep the potassium in your body, in your cell. So if you don't have potassium or you don't want to use potassium, even sometimes I would just take like a little pink Himalayan crystal and I just would put it under my tongue and just suck it and that would make me feel better. Hunger. Okay, you're going to be hungry. (laughs) Let me break the news to you. You're going to be hungry. You're going to have hunger. You're going to be bored. That mental hunger where your brain just obsesses about food. Okay, so your mind is very routine, right? It gets used to those habits. So if your mind is used to having lunch at noon and then dinner at five, what is it going to do? It's going to seek that. You're like, whoa, what's going on? What's happening? Is this like end of the world? It's going to freak out, right? Because your mind is kind of simple. It just wants to give you pleasure and avoid pain. So not eating, it's painful for the mind. So in order to help you in this situation, what I recommend is replacing like the dinner time with something else, like distract yourself. Because if you go and sit in the kitchen or you sit at the dining room table with everyone eating, you're going to drive yourself crazy. So don't put yourself through it. When you get home and you're like, it's dinner time, Instead of sitting there and contemplating, should you eat, go for a walk, go take a nap, go take a bath, do something to distract yourself. We're so conditioned kind of to eating all day long, food is everywhere. So you're going to have to start changing those mental habits. I was doing a fast uh, a couple months ago with my sister and she said, oh my God, like I'm so bored. Fasting is so boring. And I'm like... So what? So eating is exciting? And <laughs> she was like, oh my God, that just like hit me. You know, we think because we're so habitual, we're such a habitual creatures. We're so used to doing certain things. So we're so bored, like fasting is boring, but then we think it's food and we think that that's exciting. So again, we have to change, start changing those mental habits. It's not going to happen overnight, but you can change it. You Okay, headache, being tired, being moody, just kind of like mental fog. Again, those are normal. Usually it's due to low sodium. So again, make sure you have enough electrolytes in your body. Also, when you start fasting, your insulin levels will drop a little bit and that will signal your kidneys to release excess water. So you will pee out, like pee a lot of the electrolytes out. So Just put some sodium in there. At the end, I'm going to show you my electrolyte drink that I use and that you can utilize during your fast. Bad breath, heavy coated tongue, like with the white on your tongue. 
Again, that's the first sign of cleansing and detox. Don't worry about it. This is totally fine. It means basically you're burning fat. You're in ketosis. If that's uncomfortable, brush your tongue with a toothbrush or you can get like a tongue scraper. Some people use oil pulling a few times a week and just spit it out and that helps as well. But again, this is totally normal. Muscle weakness, just kind of overall tiredness, like that's totally normal. This is again, this caused by the glycogen being pulled from your muscle during day one and two. This is totally normal because what you're doing is you're switching from that carb burning to fat burning and utilizing, using, using up all that glycogen stored in your liver to fat burning and utilizing fat stores for energy. So it's a big switch. This is kind of when people talk about like keto flu. This is what happens. You're converting from carb burning to fat burning. So, you know, again, if you have time to spend like a week to go into like a lower carbs and eating healthier, that will help you during the first day or two of your fast. If you have time, if you can do it for a week. Feeling cold, totally normal. This is caused by increased blood flow to your body because your body is moving, utilizing the fat to your muscle where it is burned as fuel because it does not want to, you're not, your body's not going to burn muscle for fuel. It's going to utilize the fat. So anytime you're cold, it's a good sign. It's actually your fat burning, you're burning fat. So don't be afraid of being cold. I don't like being cold because I'm usually cold, <laughs> but now that I know that I'm burning fat when I'm cold, I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can shiver for a little bit. Insomnia, this is, you know, when you first start fasting, your body produces adrenaline, which is a regulatory hormone. It helps with fat burning energy, but if your sleep continues to be affected, you definitely should break your fast because sleep is number one. Sleep is so important. And lack of sleep will increase your cortisol, which is a stress hormone, and prevent you from losing weight. I've never had issues with sleep. I usually take magnesium calm at night, C-A-L-M, and that really helps with the sleep for me. But I really never have issues. You know, also, you know, your body has so much extra energy because it's not using that energy to burn food, assimilate the food, and then get the toxins out of your body. So you know, if you feel good, but if you have severe insomnia, you can't sleep, or you're very skinny already, thin, and you're fasting long, that is usually a cause for insomnia too. Your body does not have enough fat to utilize for energy. So the next one, so these are the ones that, yes, you keep pushing through these, okay? These are just symptoms of fasting. These are normal, okay? Discomfort is normal. If it was easy, everyone would do it. So again, this is okay. What's not okay is these symptoms. If any of these happen, I want you to stop your fast, rehydrate, refeed healthy, hopefully, and then try again later, like a few days later. Maybe not the same day, but just wait a few days so you feel better. If you look like this guy right here, <laughs> you probably probably should break your fast. So any kind of extreme nausea, vomiting, lightheadedness that is not relieved by rehydration and electrolytes or bone broth, okay? So I don't usually drink bone broth, but if I'm feeling pretty bad and I'm having really bad detox symptoms, 
I would rather drink some bone broth that complete then completely break my fast. So I usually will recommend that to people that are brand new to fasting, like, you know, just getting through the first two days, it's going to help you. Okay. So, you know, again, like don't do it if you don't need it, but if you're about to like break your fast and start eating, it's okay to have a little bit bone broth. Tachycardia. So that is increased heart rate, feeling like your heart is pounding in your chest. It's not a good sign. We don't want tachycardia, like your heart rate 120s. It's not a good sign. Break your fast, drink some electrolytes, refeed. Shortness of breath, that's not a good thing. Chest pain, nope. <laughs> severe diarrhea or just feeling ill. And when I say severe diarrhea, this is not diarrhea caused by accidentally taking too much magnesium, okay? This is just diarrhea, like you can't stop. Again, you can get very dehydrated, so this is not a good thing. And feeling ill, you know, any kind of like flu-like symptoms, like fever, chills. And if you're sick, don't fast, okay? I get this question all the time. You know, I have the flu, should I fast? No, don't fast. Your body needs the nutrients to recover. Listen to your body, you know. Sometimes when you're sick, your body's not going to want to eat, but Sometimes just having some bone broth or like chicken noodle soup will f make your body feel really good. And then when you feel a little bit better, then go in a fast so you can recover faster. Do a fast after you feel better. But if you're, you have fever, you know, it's not a good time to fast. Okay, so how to prepare for the fast. So you don't really need anything specific to start a three-day water fast. My very first fast was a five-day fast, and it was just straight water fast. I did a fast with Dr. Pompa, with his group, and we didn't use any electrolytes, and I was fine. I survived. I was fine. I didn't feel great. <laughs> I had a lot of those negative symptoms were exaggerated, so even though you don't need anything, you can totally do a just plain water fast. The electrolytes is what's going to make you just feel better, have those negative symptoms not be as extreme. You want to have good quality of water, no tap water. I use reverse osmosis and I put electrolytes in my reverse osmosis. I don't drink tap water. Tap water has a lot of crap in it, and we don't want to put that in our body, especially when you're fasting. For electrolytes, you can get, you don't need anything expensive or fancy. You can just use pink Himalayan salt and no salt. You can get both of these in a store, regular store, or you can order it on Amazon. Bone broth, it's good to have. Like I mentioned before, like, listen, if you want of those, like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you said it's okay to have bone broth. So hear me out. I don't promote having bone broth during a fast, right? But I've done it myself. Like if I'm going to break my fast because I'm having really bad symptoms or I'm just going crazy, right? And if bone broth can keep me from breaking my fast, I'm going to have some. I've done it before in situations like, getting back into fasting after a long break or after vacation where I've eaten like crap the whole time. And it's really helped keep me from breaking my fast. Again, you're still going to be in ketosis. Yes, you're going to break autophagy. But I mean, people eat 
regular, people eat fat like food and they stay in ketosis. So the bone broth is not going to kick you out of the ketosis. But, and also, you know, you're brand new to fasting and, you know, every time you get to like day two and just keep breaking your fast because you just feel overwhelmed, your body is in like fight and flight response. You can try some bone broth if that helps. If it helps you from breaking your fast and just finishing your fast, then do it, okay? But don't send me messages saying, oh my God, that's not fasting. I know, I know. I'm just helping you to get through the fast. Lemon is great too, especially like in the morning. Lemon is acidic outside of the body, but it's alkaline inside of the body. So when you're detoxing, when you're fasting and detoxing, your body can get very acidic, and so the lemon can help creating more alkaline environment. Of course, if you drink lemon, if you drink a lot of it, like make sure you use a straw because the acidity can damage your teeth. Okay, before I go into that, also another thing that you can do, you can add some mint. If you don't like the taste of the snake juice or like the pink Himalayan salt and no salt, you can put like a little bit of mint in your water. I heard someone, someone told me that they would put like a little bit of cinnamon, cinnamon <laughs> in their water as well. And that helped them kind of get through it. You can have some tea, some hot tea, if that helps you with the fast. Coffee is okay, black coffee. However, if you're like a heavy coffee drinker, I encourage you to just like decrease the coffee intake. The purpose of fasting too is to help your body heal and detox. So if you drink a lot of coffee, the caffeine still has to be eliminated out of your body. So your liver has to work hard to get it out of your body. And also your adrenals, it's hard on your adrenals too, especially if you have adrenal fatigue. So be careful. For some people, coffee can break their fast. For some people, coffee can actually help them get in ketosis. So again, everyone is individualized. So, so you have to test your own situation before you can know if it breaks your fast or not. These are just some optional things, like ketone strips. You know, if you just kind of want to know like, hey, I'm not feeling good. I'm still feeling like crap on day two. You know, let me see if I'm in ketosis. And if you're not, like, let's kind of look what's going on. What am I drinking? Is it something that I'm taking in? Or is it high, some, sometimes stress, like a lot of stress can increase your cortisol and kick you out of ketosis. Glucose monitor is also helpful if your glucose is high and your ketones are going to not be, <laughs> your ketones are going to be high too. So there, and two, if you're like type 2 diabetic, I would highly encourage you to monitor your blood sugar and, of course, work with your doctor, especially if you're taking oral medications for that. And, you know, first time, like when I fasted, like when I did the five-day fast, I wanted to check my glucose because I was kind of like being a medical person. I was like, oh, my God, what if I like bottom down? You know, my glucose never dropped below 70. Even like one time, I think it was like 62, and I still felt great. Like it didn't affect my how I felt. But usually your glucose is not going to drop if you don't have diabetes or other issues. If you take blood pressure medications, definitely monitor your blood pressure. Very important. And work with your doctor because those meds are going to need to be adjusted. Same thing with diabetes as you lose weight and as you fast. 
let's see. I think that's it for the prep. Oh, one more thing. Okay. So another thing, and I forgot to like put it in here. One thing that I do before I start those longer fasts, anything over three days, is I take extra like magnesium calm, C-A-L-M, to help eliminate like my bowels. You know, you want to keep your bowels empty. If they're empty, because bowels are it's one way for your body to detox. That's one of the detox pathways. And if it's full of junk and crap, not only it's going to make you feel like crap, literally crap, <laughs> but you also, you're going to feel, you're not going to be detoxing. You're not going to, you want to help your body keep those detox pathways open. And so usually what I'll do is I'll take like one to two tablespoons of magnesium calm the night before. So like tonight I would take it. And if I usually first thing in the morning, it's like eliminate <laughs> everything. But if you don't, you know, if you've been stuck up for a while, you might have to do it again like tomorrow night. And the reason I take it at night is because magnesium calm is going to make you feel sleepy. So it's also great for sleep. This is my electrolyte water that I drink typically. If you are good with like snake juice, just this right here, these two are basically snake juice recipe right here. Pink Himalayan salt, one teaspoon, and no salt, one teaspoon each. You mix it in the two liters of water. If you are tolerating the taste of it, then just do that. If not, maybe put some mint in there or maybe just a little lemon to help with the taste. If you're okay with it, drink that, okay? If not, if you just literally cannot stand or just, I mean, it makes you like puke, then you can use some electrolytes. You don't have to use these. This is what I use. I like the key nutrient electrolytes because I like the ingredients. They do have some stevia in them. My favorite is the pomegranate and what's the other one? I forgot the other one. I think the watermelon. Oh, watermelon is the other one that I like. So this is what I do. But I... This does not break my ketosis, okay? So the way I know it is because I tested my blood sugar many times using this. If you're sensitive to stevia, be sure to test your blood sugar. And the way you do it is you take your blood sugar before you drink it, check your blood sugar, and then drink your whatever coffee or whatever you want to test, right? And then 30 minutes after you check your blood sugar again, if it goes up about 10 points or more, then you're sensitive to it. Some people are sensitive to coffee, so and some people are not. It actually drops their blood sugar after they drink, drink coffee. And the only way to know is to test. And then also I put like a one teaspoon of magnesium calm in those two liters. This just helps, I don't know, just I feel better when I drink it. And then also, if you can't sleep at night with fasting, this is a great supplement to use. Well, that's for tomorrow. So tomorrow, this next video is going to be, we're going to talk about what to expect on day one of the fast. You will receive those emails the night before. So like tomorrow night, I'll send day one. So then you kind of have an idea like what to expect Monday on your first day. The reason I like to start the fast like in the evening is because, you know, you go to sleep and you wake up and you'll have like, you know, at least eight or nine hours of fasting under your belt. So it just kind of makes it easier than like starting off like first thing in the morning. But again, like whatever works for you, it's fine too. 
that's about it. If you guys have any questions about anything in these videos, message me on Instagram at monicabanach.official. That's usually the quickest way to get in touch with me. Also, if you have any questions moving forward, like day one or day two or whatever, message me and I'll answer those questions in the videos coming up. Super excited for you. I'm cheering here for you. I'll be doing this fast with you as well. Hey, if you are ready to lose that toxic weight and transform your mind so that weight never comes back, I want to invite you to join my Mind Body Boss Mentorship Program where I use my proven formula to teach you how to achieve that. So you just click on the link in the description to learn more. See you on the inside.